why do we constantly hyper question and hyper doubt ourselves for things that we do every day when they are placed in a new format let's get into it y'all you guys so here's the deal i have been back and forth in my mind about certain changes i wanted to make in my life for years now we are in 2021 almost to 2022 and i've been back and forth back back forth and forth since probably about 2015 you know just knowing that i was ready for a specific type of change even got as far as to try it out to go for it to do something different, give it a go, show these people what I was working with to just try something new. And child, boom, the foolishness. Like I would always get cold feet in one case, you know, um, I didn't get the particular job. And let me just tell you guys a little bit about my background. The reality is, is like I've hardly ever even had to interview for positions. Um, I was really, really lucky in life to a degree because we were going to discuss the downside of this. Um, to be able to, you know, just be headhunted or go in and the person not even look at my CV or job ladder and be like, no, I just, I like what you're bringing to the table. Let's do this. And while I'm really grateful for that, um, it also, you know, I don't know, like the nerves start up when you do get rejected, right? It's, 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 it really was just a fair rejection, child. So... <laughs> I was thinking about it. So right now I am on the cusp of something different, a directional shift, you know, doing something a little differently than I've done it before. And the nerves, child, the nerves started to take over. And I was talking to my close friend just now and roommate. And, you know, I was saying to him, like, I don't even know why I'm doubting myself for this particular thing. Yes, it's a big secret, child. I mean, I reveal till me achieve yes in this case but i was like why am i even doubting myself i literally do this every single day so like why would i even feel like this is questionable for me you know so as i was talking to him i just said to myself you know what i actually do do this for people every day they are actually successful these are strategies that I've implemented for people that I've guided them with, whatever. Like, why am I questioning myself in my ability when I've already proven to myself about my ability? Here is the reason why. There are some of us out here in these streets, child, who feel like we, we just won't be enough when it comes to us. We fear that we will fail. We fear that we won't be able to keep up the great work or excellence in certain cases because it's not always a fear of failure. Sometimes you fear like, oh, no, wait, I'm going to actually do really good and then maybe I won't be able to keep up. We fear that the two little things that we don't know will make us inadequate or not enough. You know, we, instead of sitting in our abundance, child, instead of sitting in our blessings and our gifts and our knowledge and our strengths, we be out here sitting out we mess, you know. We just, we will, we, will, we will get out here questioning ourselves till thy kingdom come. And I really think it's unnecessary. And so I think sometimes we need to discuss what we need to do to 
preempt self-sabotage, but not just or not only to preempt self-sabotage, but also perhaps to just, you know, deal with it, to just deal with it because it's going to happen. There are a lot of times when we have imposter syndrome, we don't feel like we belong in the room. We question ourselves. We start to question everything about ourselves because we feel like we won't be enough, aren't good enough, are too different, are too whatever. And you know what I always say? First of all, these things go back to something in, in your life. In your life, something happened. And you know, say, you feel funny because you feel like you cannot get it together because of this particular thing. A lot of times, it's some kind of negative something that somebody imparted upon us. And we are just rolling with that, child. We are using that as a fuel in our tank. It is awful for the car, but we are still using it, right? So number one, stop using bad fuel in your tank. But let's get a little bit more into that. Okay, so part one in our exploration of why self-sabotage just ain't sexy, you know say, right? Is, as I said, sometimes we're the car, we're the vehicle, okay? We're the, the F-150, okay? The, the whatever. <laughs> and we're using, in fact, let's even get a little bit more into this metaphor, right? Imagine that you are a beautifully luxurious Toyota Lexus, you know, um, or a Tesla, okay, or whatever kind of automobile you want to be, child. And you go to the gas station, the, the mobile, uh, the, you know, sorry, the petrol station, however you call it, wherever you're from, and instead of putting in the gasoline or charging your car electronically like it's meant to be charged or fueled up, you no say you went and put in diesel that mixed with water. Okay? And that diesel being mixed with water will do what? It's going to damage your transmission. It's going to completely damage your car. It could damage, I believe it could damage your engine. I mean, I'm no mechanic here, but child, you know, say it was never meant for your car, right? So you're using that as if that is what's meant for your car, but it's not. Well, how do we do this? We do this by leaning into the negative self-talk. I mean, negative self-talk is very human. It's going to happen from time to time. We will have doubts. We will doubt ourselves from one moment to another. But the key is, I think, not to give into that because some of us will just, you know, make that space our home. We're going to bring a blanket, baby. We're going to bring a couch. We're going to just set up a tent, okay, and make that negative self-talk and that self-doubt or space of safety. You know why? Sometimes because it means we never have to fail any more than choosing that choice. It means that we will never know the feeling of rejection, right? It means that sometimes that is things that have been told to us for our entire lifetime. So it has become a habit and we don't really know another way to talk to ourselves just yet. But I'm here for teach you. Yes. Okay. And me and many others, child, they got a lot of things on the internet, right? And we just question ourselves and question ourselves and doubt ourselves. And we don't, as I said, lean into our capabilities. So 
just listening to only the negative self-talk, just getting down on yourself, feeling like you don't belong in the room, not seeing your strengths, not seeing your gifting, not seeing your education, your knowledge, your blessing, your natural ability, your certain savoir-faire, darling, is putting diesel in your electronic car. It not making sense. And I'm using the electronic car analogy because... There isn't even a pump, child. There is, there is no, there is no chamber <laughs> for that diesel. And sometimes we have to realize that we are literally trying to fill ourselves, or we are leaning into filling ourselves with something that there isn't even a compartment to hold. So that's part one. Stop filling your psychological tank in regards to yourself, your capabilities, your your future achievements. You understand your opportunities. Stop filling your tank with the wrong fuel because baby, it's going to destroy you. It's going to destroy your car. It's going to destroy what you came to offer. And the truth is, beauties and bees, we, we really, we don't need to do that, but we do. We do, and we do it a lot, and we do it often. And the only way sometimes that you are going to get past that is by just doing. Okay, so what we're going to call this little analogy, this is going to be an analogy podcast. I can just feel it, right? What we're going to call this analogy, okay, is just like high dive into the possibility, child, okay? That's what we're doing here. We are springboarding, okay, into the possibility of success, into the possibility of learning. Okay, it's time for the next segment, baby. Let's go. One of the most valuable lessons that I learned last year during during lockdown was the value of just fucking doing it. <laughs> like... Forgive my French, but I've been told intelligent people use cuss words, and I'm going to just run with that. But just fucking do it. Like, if I didn't just start my CMOS company when I did last year, and yeah, it has suffered tremendously this year. So have I, child. So have I. Okay. Um, You know, I wouldn't have had any money during the lockdown last year that could have seen me through in the way that that saw me through. Eventually, your savings are going to run out. You don't want to use everything all at once, you know, but a lot of us are in a challenging position after last year because we weren't prepared. Some of us really do not make and did not make enough money to have amazing savings given all the other expenses that we, you know, needed to, to take care of, right? So I personally feel like one of the biggest things that I took away from last year, one of the biggest lessons that I really, really do try to be teachable, especially in times of like turmoil or chaos or most times, to be honest, but specifically in those times, I feel like there are things to learn and I don't know what it is about my personality, but I kind of tend to learn very quickly in those moments, usually again this year, child, I do not know, but anyhow, right? When you start to overthink things too much, sometimes when you start to think about things at all, you will question yourself, you will begin to doubt yourself, you will see all the inferiority in what you're doing, all the the stuff that is not going to be sufficient enough for you or whatever the case is. And you sometimes get overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like there's so many different emotions and phases that we can go through when we start to think about things too much. But when you get up, my child, my woman, my man, my beauty, my beast, and you just do it, 
you don't even have time to think, <laughs> okay? And the only things that you can tend to think about sometimes are how do I actually make this situation more successful? How do I keep this afloat? How do I create a more sustainable environment for these things to grow and to bloom and to be what they need to be? Um, and you just don't have the same the same kind of overthinking processing that you would if you stopped to make the thing perfect before you started or overthink a million and one thousand business strategies instead of just getting up and actually doing. You know, sometimes learning along the way is the greatest gift that we can have. The kind of knowledge that we get from that can truly, truly, truly be profoundly priceless and invaluable. But also it allows us to actually get started on a thing. Our brain can also sometimes trick us when you've spent so much time writing stuff down and working on things to a certain degree by simply just documenting them. We tend to feel like we have actually done the thing. You know, our brain will give us this gratitude like, okay, yeah, 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 you did it. You did it, boo, you did it. You know, so you never do nothing. You never do nothing, but your brain, right, is telling you, I have the gratitude and the dopamine release like I did the thing. So it tricks us into feeling, I really, I really achieved something. I did. I did. I did it. <laughs> and I mean, it doesn't matter if all I did was just type stuff out or write stuff down. <laughs> I did it. When we didn't really do it. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes it's a lot easier to you know, plan and plan and plan extensively rather than to actually just get things started and keep it the <laughs> moving, okay? So that's the next thing. Sometimes you just have to get up and go. You just have to try, take a chance. I remember hearing years ago when I was really into like a lot of self-development vlogs and blogs and stuff that, you know, sometimes um, when you just have like a moment of bravery or courage, your success is so great from that 30 seconds of, of, of courage and bravado or bravado, whichever, right? That it will, it will shock you. And that's a really important thing to remember because all you need sometimes is 30 seconds of courage to send the job application or CV or to send in the audition video or to start the company or whatever it may be, post to post, whatever it is. And we really, really underestimate the value of that sometimes. So this is your sign. If you were waiting for some divine sign, child, I'm not telling you I'm divine, but I'm just saying <laughs> that if you were waiting for something to, re to let you know, like, it's okay to do this or get up and go do it, this is it. Get up, go do it. Okay, because we will spend a lot of time wasting a lot of time sometimes on trying to perfect something instead of just doing it when all the while we were prepared to do it anyway because all the stuff that we were strategizing about exists in the annals of our mind and we are fine <laughs> but we doubt ourselves you know what i'm saying so 30 seconds of courage go for it and don't overthink so much right don't overthink so much instead of overthinking what can we do well let's explore that So I have a belief system, you know, a lot of us have a little bit of an addiction to our negative thoughts and our negative belief systems about ourselves. 
we've created these structures over years. They probably were not birthed out of our own opinions. They maybe aren't even birthed out of truth. But nonetheless, here we are, child, questioning what the good Lord gave us as a blessing, what the good university gave us as an education, what life and experience has taught us. And one thing that I'm learning is that that and have learned over the years is that that type of thought process can really become a habit. So how I think of life is if you are a an addict to something, then you will probably always have somewhat of an addictive nature to you genetically, right? So it's a predisposition sometimes. So let's, let's think of it in scientific scientific terms. And if we're looking at it solely on that basis, then a really, really great way to approach that um, sort of difficult part of ourselves is to replace the, the negative habit with a habit of positivity, right? With a habit that allows us to bloom, with a habit that allows us to excel, with a habit that does not destabilize us in terms of our mental um, stability and balance, right? And even viewpoint of ourselves, but actually will... Um, and, and, and sorry, actually not actually will. And, and also doesn't, doesn't um, turn us into some kind of like self-belief paraplegic where it's like we're, we're just, we cannot, we cannot even fathom doing greatness within ourselves because we, we have just numbed ourselves out. You know what I'm saying? Like we've become stagnant as a, as a, as a part of that. So what we do, okay, what we're going to attempt to do here if self-sabotage is sabotaging you, my darling, and stopping you from getting the bag and the coin, the love, the joy, the body goals, whatever it might be, we are going to replace those thoughts. And instead of thinking of all the things we can't do, we're going to sit our little booty down, child, and we are going to think about all the things that we can do. We are going to strategize about all of our strengths. We are going to really look at ourselves and say, listen, I'm great. I remember one time a friend of mine saying to me years ago, you are so good at crisis management. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I do not work at the UN. What do you mean, sis? And she was like, no. But you solve crises every day, like in your, because I was a very young manager in my career and it was, it was a nightmare. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I never felt so much failure in my life. Never. <laughs> because I was like, why are these people not listening to me? Why this? Why that? Like, I was always questioning why because I couldn't understand. And I learned so much since then, praises be. But one of the things that I realized as well is that you have all of these unconventional strengths that we don't always realize. So sit with yourself, really get honest with yourself about your beautiful attributes, your intelligent attributes, your attributes that might be unconventional things in in that particular area that you are aiming for, but they can be applied because the principle is the same, even though the situation is different. The key really, or the the bottom line of what I'm really saying here is we are taking those thoughts where we doubt ourselves, we don't feel like we're welcome in the room, we don't feel like we belong in here, there's a glass ceiling, the door not open for we, like whatever it is, and we're saying, "Uh uh-uh, these are the reasons I belong here, these are the reasons I should be here, these are the reasons why I would be an asset, and you know what, I can see myself doing this, a lot of these things are naturally who I am, or I've been doing these things every day, and we start to replace that doubt that questioning, that extremely like negatively inquisitive nature in ourselves that leans into a doubtful existence with something that shows us, hey, I'm capable, 
I'm actually very good at this. And yes, perhaps there are people better than me. Perhaps there are people worse than me. But what I know is, is nobody's going to do this exactly in the way that I am going to do it. Yes, people are a dime a dozen, blah, 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 etc. But it, they ain't me though. They ain't me. And I'm going to ensure that I do this to the best of my ability. You understand? So not just the self-talk, but then putting the effort behind it to create the greatness that we want to create. You understand? When we spend so much energy thinking about what we can't do, that is energy that could have been um, recycled or can still be recycled, I want to say, into putting it into something else, which is a lot better for us, which, because like, think about it, right? Like you want this thing so bad. You have this goal, you crave this, this outcome. You have this, this reality that you envision for yourself. And then you go into a situation and all that you apply to the situation is doubt. Now, can you just imagine my child? Can you just envision for a minute? Can you just be a visionary for yourself? Okay. And think about what it would be like if you actually just put energy into that thing that was good energy that was productive energy that was not just busy energy of doing a ton of things but actually mindful energy you understand smart work energy thorough and efficient but concise energy you know what i mean like you know we could create so much greatness if we give ourselves the space to if we give our brain the permission to invest energy where energy is truly needed and one thing that taught me that was was relationships. Sometimes we are so hell bent on I don't want to get cheated on because I've been cheated on. Now I don't want that again, and I'm scared. I'm scared, honey, and I don't want it. And we put so much energy into that outcome that that's all that we invest in. It's all that we're looking for. It's all that we see. We don't invest any energy on spending more time. We don't invest any energy on, let me get to know this person better so that I can understand them better. So I can see if they're even worth my while, child. Okay. Um, just different things. And I was like, you know, not to say that if someone cheats on you, this probably was my best example, but not to say that if someone cheats on you, that like you were to blame. But I do think that sometimes our energy is so like, it's directed in such a, a strange way that sometimes we bring into fruition a reality that we don't want because we have invested that much energy on it. So the cheating thing might not be the best example, but it's actually a sociological um, theory which um, speaks to the concept of, uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing, so prophetic fallacy. And prophetic fallacy expresses to us that we believe something told to us or we believe some negative thing for so long because i also think that prophetic fallacy can go two ways right that's my own interpretation but we believe this thing for so long we believe we come from the certain background so success will never become us right not understanding that success is literally within us <laughs> like we literally have the power to control that right um to, to a certain degree because we we you know obviously there are other factors but but we believe it so hard that we don't even have the kind of audacity that we that actually is welcomed and we should have to believe, wait a minute, oh no, I can do this. I am capable of this. And that is a lot of times what will hold us back as opposed to a lack of knowledge, a lack of being teachable, a lack of talent. A lot of times what is holding us back is an investment in an energy stock that is low and worthless and priceless versus an energy stock that is definitely on the rise, child. That it might've started cheap, 
but you know say it's going to grow and you're going to build generational wealth from it. And that is the difference between leaning into the self-doubt and giving ourselves the welcomed audacity to believe, wait a minute, no, I'm capable. And here are the reasons why. And these are my strengths. And this is what I can do. Okay. Like you just got to have the audacity sometimes to believe in yourself. Sometimes you're not going to have anybody telling you like you are capable of this or I I assure you that you can do all of this sometimes you have a million people telling you that and that self-doubt within yourself is so big that it's almost like if you cannot even hear them you are deaf to the supporters because people say be deaf to the naysayers but some of us honestly like need a hearing aid for the people who support us because everybody believes it everybody sees our potential everybody sees our gifts or blessings or whatever but us and it is us investing energy in our self-doubt that is stopping us from achieving as much as we possibly can if you get where i'm coming from so that's something else to really really think about when self-sabotage is overtaking you child it's time to lean into your strengths it's time to strategize about strategize sorry about what it is that you truly, truly want to achieve. And that laser sharp focus that can be applied to that, that, that process of achievement, you will be surprised what that can do for you. All right, beauties and bees. So to wrap this all up, because we're about we're, we're about to wrap this up. I actually did not even plan to do a pod today, but when the inspiration hits me, I'm just doing it. Like I said, 30 minutes of courage and we move, okay? Um, or as we would say in my beautiful island of Barbados, <laughs> uh, 30 seconds of courage, child, with seats and moving. We are not playing the games. We are keeping it going. We're in locomotion here right um still practice your pause though okay even buses stop okay um but yeah like why are you why are you so doubtful of yourself you know what i mean even if you failed before i guarantee you that as a result of that failure there are lessons that you have subconsciously if not consciously learned from your experiences. When I spoke about that young managerial position and feeling like a failure, there was so much I learned there. There was so much I learned about team alignment, understanding the types of people that you're hiring and the way that they're going to respond to you, understanding the level of ambition those people have for themselves. And as it relates to your company, what is their vested personal interest in your entity? Like there are so many things. I could literally probably just do a pod on things I learned from being a manager at 24 years old, right? And maybe I will, but you know, you, you, you realize that within everything where you've fallen, grazed yourself metaphorically, um, you know, you learn, you learn not to do those things again, or you learn better ways to do those things, or you realize that what you thought was tough and what you thought was going to take you down for forever or for an extended period of time doesn't always do that. And sometimes it's in the midst of the bullshit where we really, really find our strengths, where we really, really learn the lessons that need to be learned. And I'm not saying that you always have to go through the turmoil, child. No, because I do not believe that. But I am saying that even in the midst of those things, there are still things to be learned and there are still takeaways that you can definitely benefit from and not just you, but others as well. So I was self-sabotaging this morning, full disclosure, full nudity, okay, send nudes, kidding, Um, and in doing so, it really, really, really just occurred to me that there is so many better ways I could invest my energy, there's so many more strengths I have in this area than weakness, And, and maybe the opportunity will become mine, and maybe it won't, but if I don't try, then 
I don't have the opportunity and I'll never know. I'll never see how I could have grown, how I could have moved forward. It will never, ever happen for me. And I know why I'm making this decision. I know why this thing is a goal. So why am I doubting myself when I know that I just, I have my strengths? I don't even know who else will go after the thing because I know that I have my strengths. I know that I feel capable. I know that I feel open to this thing. So why am I doubting myself? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes, beauties and beasts, we have spent so many years playing ourselves down. We've spent so much energy trying to be less than we are that we start to believe that. And I just wanted to remind you, okay, gentle reminder, child, that you don't need to do that. You do not need to do that. Know when, know how, but also be very, very aware of your strengths. Be very aware of what you bring to the table. Be very aware of your value and your worth. I cannot express how much these things will separate you in life and will also allow you to avoid certain circumstantial situations that you know saying I need, right? Be very aware because there there is so, 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 so much that we are capable of achieving if we invest our energy in the right areas. All right, beauties and beasts, so self-sabotage, that's not sexy, and you don't need to be doing that, okay? But also, you know, thank you for listening to this podcast for a few tips on how not to do it, because we don't know everything, and this is why we exist, to teach each other, to grow with each other, and to evolve and bloom in the ways that we were definitely designed, you know, and um, destined. (laughs) Nah, destined to. All right, beauties and bees, thank you so much for listening. As always, what do I tell you? Remember to wake up as your most authentic selves each and every day to slay, slay, slay. Bring exactly what you have to the table, serve it up on a platter, and my beauty my beast and everyone in between make it matter you is fabulous darling whether you're man or woman or somewhere in between i don't even care you are fabulous because you are gifted in your own ways as individuals we have so much to offer and it is time that we stop downplaying ourselves hugs and love bye-bye Yay!